Hey sis, welcome to The Growth Season with BWP and PNG. In this episode, we're joined by Vera Okoji, who recently graduated from the University of Warwick with a BA in Philosophy with a Work Placement, which is a degree that she pioneered. Upon graduation, she was awarded the highest award conferred by the University of Warwick, which was the Outstanding Contribution Award 2020. This was due to her exceptional contribution towards the university, including furthering employability for social science students and black empowerment by founding the Warwick Philosophy Black Voices Network. An avid entrepreneur, Vera founded Lash by V while at uni, managing an all-woman team. The business has since launched two collections, offers a bespoke Lash Couturier service and has been featured on Fenty.com. She has experience at Barclays, HSBC, Lazard, Google, and Microsoft, and is currently a fintech analyst at Visa on their new international rotation graduate program. Vera will be in conversation with Simone Rosario. Simone works for P&G's Oral-B brand and is a dental hygienist by trade who spends her time educating and influencing dentists, students, and dental professionals. She is a strong advocate for diversity and inclusion and sits on the Diversity, Inclusion and Belonging Advisory Board, or the DIB, for the British Society of Dental Hygiene and Therapy. She's also been a driving and passionate force in the journey of racial inclusion and equality at P&G. In this conversation, we are going to discuss all things confidence, learning how to trust yourself, identify your value, and then communicate that value to others. Hi, Vera. Hey, hey, Simone. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, just hanging in there. Not it's a crazy time, but you know, you have to focus on the positives. You know, we're alive. We're well. How's your family doing? Thank you for asking. They are good. I am so thankful. So yeah, we're all well. We're healthy. So, and your side, you're doing good. Yeah, I just started a new job actually, and it's been very interesting. <laughs> it's been interesting to start from home. I'll say, I'll say that it's been. Tell me, odd. tell me, tell me about it. Tell me what are you doing because you've got many hats. But tell me about the new role and big congratulations <laughs> on that as oh, well. So. Thank you so much. Honestly, thank you so much. Um, so yeah, I started at Visa as a uh, fintech analyst. So. My role is rotational, which is really cool because I'm someone who loves to learn and the ability to keep learning as part of my grad program is sensational. So at the moment, I'm in the products team and I'm basically focusing on like onboarding fintech clients as well as like improving and defining their kind of reward strategy, which is quite cool because, you know, think about working at a place like Visa, it's very intuitive because I'm a consumer. So I'm always thinking, what would I want? Do you know what I mean? So it's really, really cool. So what does that mean, though? FinTech, what is that? Okay. <laughs> it's a good, you're just, you're good just question. make that roll off your tongue. Like, <laughs> everybody knows what that is. That's the thing. People say FinTech, I'm like, I don't know what that is, but it sounds yeah. cool. I'm like, you know what? It's probably a lot more intuitive than you think. FinTech is essentially like the enablement of financial activity via technology. That's exactly what it is. Thank you for us lay people no, it's actually so, so like intuitive because you think about anything you do, pay. So obviously I'm in payments, with Visa, right. you know, if you go to a bank, you know, they, they enable like markets and that that's also fintech. So it's, it's exactly mm-hmm. what's the underlying working technicals of anything that's powering a financial activity. Nice. Okay, so Simone, tell me about your career so far. What's your journey been like? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, 
yeah, it's been very, very diverse, as we would say. Um, I've been really fortunate, to be honest. I have been working from a very young age, so that's always been a a work ethic that I've always had. Um, but I've been in dentistry uh, throughout all of all of it, and even now, although I'm with um, Procter and Gamble, I'm still with uh, oral care. And I'm a territory manager and uh, we call a clinical expert for oral B. Um, but yeah, so I started out in dentistry and really wanted to get out, wanted to do other things. So I actually went to uni to do chemistry to try and do some form of like forensic stuff and then went back and stayed into, stayed in dentistry and became a dental hygienist. And so I work, um, clinically. Um, and I still do. So although I'm now with P&G, I still do work clinically as well as a dental hygienist at the weekends. And yeah, so been been doing dental hygiene for 17 years and joined Procter & Gamble in 2018. So I, wow. yeah, so I made the kind of change out of the clinical environment to join and learn new skills, really. That was really my thing. Yeah. Um, to really acquire some new skills so it's been it's been really good that's good you know being a black woman in the stem field is very very oh, impressive yeah and the thing is I never really think of it that way you know yeah, yeah. I just have always um, enjoyed science and just yeah you know just followed that path but I didn't you know narrowing it down like you put it like that in the stem field I've never seen myself as that and I, th- I think as well when I think of STEM, I think of R&D, so research and development. Mm. And so because I feel like I'm not actually, you know, in a lab or in that kind of environment that, no, I don't fit. But, yeah, I'll take that. No, for sure. <laughs> for sure. It's so, it's so impressive. Will, yeah. It's too impressive. <laughs> I wouldn't go there. But, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a windy road, but I enjoy everything that I do. So that's been, that's been really good. Um, and then even more so now, this last, obviously, 10 months has been, a whirlwind for everyone so it's also allowed me to do a lot more within the space of racial equality within P&G so that's been really really yeah. good so really been enjoying that so talk to me then as you know yourself what tips what kind of you know if you were to give someone coming through what kind of guidance would you would you say because I know we've talked about my windy road um, have you had a bit more of a straightforward path to, to be oh no way <laughs> I wish so I wish it was a straightforward but what would you say on this journey then so if I put it this way what would you say to someone on their journey that isn't straight no do you know what I think that it's so important to allow yourself go on that journey whether it is straight it is windy so for me exact for example so I have always been more talented in like the arts. That's why I say STEM, and I guess I was always categorised as okay. She's good at English and like RS and stuff. So I thought I'd go and do law. You know, I'm coming from an Nigerian mm. background. You know, it's either you do <laughs> medicine, law. That's it, really. Those are two options, isn't it? So I was like, okay, let me do the law thing. So I tried the law thing. I did a couple internships there. Came to Warwick. And, you know, everyone at Warwick, as, you know, Warwick listeners, everyone wants to become an investment banker. So I was like, what is this investment banking bag? You know, I, w- I want to get into it. I want to see what's the hype. Let me, yeah, let me be 
think the most out of it. If I I'm honest, see you well. now, like you know, like over a fence, like just peeking over. That's like, it. Like, 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 what's the hype? You know what? Can I say? I'm gonna say that's a big tip. Like, don't let people make you feel bad for exploring the hype. Yeah. Because I was told by other people that you know, don't look at the shiny things. Don't be distracted. Keep doing law. Mm-hmm. But you know, if I hadn't have done that, I wouldn't be where I am, and I don't regret it. Another thing I'd say as well with, with my background is um. I had a big, big car accident actually in my first year, which was like a, my turnaround because then I realized I had to make the most out of everything. So that's also what made me realize, you know, when it comes to life, any opportunity to explore something, go for it. So that's what I did. I did a couple internships at, you know, the banks, at the Barclays, HSBC, those kind of banks. Mm. And then I did the placement year at Microsoft because mm. I just thought, you know what, yeah, this tech thing, what's the hype? Once again, guys, my career guidance so far at this point has been, what's the hype? Let me explore it. And I don't regret that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I guess combining, you know, the finance stuff and I also, I then um, after Microsoft did a bit of Google, I thought, you know, I've done a lot in finance and tech. I think the intersection is exactly where I, I see myself starting my career. And that's where I've ended up in this fintech kind of role. Mm. So I think that without me doing that, I would have never even known what fintech was. I would have never even thought about it. I thought I was going to become a lawyer. But me exploring what, I found, you know, interesting. Yeah. Whatever you find interesting, go for it. You know, especially when you're at uni, uni, go for it. You have no better time to explore industries so mm. free. Every opportunity, if it's taken a year Absolutely. out or internship, yeah. go and do it. Hundred percent. Um, I love that, and I've always kind of tried to have that as well. Just, I never wanted. I've always said I never want to kind of look back if I do get to old age. <laughs> Amen. But, if I, you know, I've always wanted to, I never want to look back. And when I've got, I always had this vision of me on this mm. when rocking chairs or a thing um, of me sitting on a rocking chair and I have all my little grandkids around me. And then I would never be that person that said, what if, you know, what if I had gone and done that course or what if I had gone for that role, you know? And I think I've also had great people around me that have always kind of said things that the only thing that someone could say, you know, the worst thing is no. Yeah. And yes, that is hard. Yeah, but at least you don't know. They may say yes, yeah. or yeah. they may yeah. say, "Just give me a moment. I might just, let me look into it." So, um, yeah, it's just being a bit more, bit daring. That's um, it. And 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 believing in yourself, like, you know, that's because when we think about confidence, yeah, um, where does that come from? Is that something you would say is like taught? I mean, I just think you have to keep taking those little chances, right? Like what we're saying, yeah. if you, the more you kind of take those opportunities, I think that builds your confidence because you you kind of feel like, actually, yeah, I can yeah. do that. And I think more black women, as I was going to say, it's funny you say confidence because I was going to say, I think it's important to know how to actually like sell yourself, especially when you're going for roles and, you know, areas that you've never explored before. So, you know, with someone such an established career like yourself, what would you say, in your opinion, is important in understanding how to sell yourself? And most most importantly, for those who haven't maybe done, uh, may, for example, you want to go into banking, you've never done a finance degree or finance experience. Mm. What kind of skills would be important that people should be, like, let's say top three skills for building confidence? For me, one, something that I've learned is seeing who I can help out, if that makes right. sense. So let's say... Um, like you said, you don't know anything about finance. Maybe that would be me. I'd probably want to um, maybe search someone if you've got kind of like a LinkedIn yeah. 
uh, account and reach out um, and just say, you know, just become a bit vulnerable in, in the same sense of you being confident. So being willing to learn um, and admitting that you don't know it, but you want to. Mm. You know, I think. Um, Curiosity. Yes, <laughs> you just took that from me because <laughs> I I was just doing something with my my eldest, my son. We were um, in a meeting today, and there were some attributes there, and it was like confidence, but without arrogance, hmm. and that really just you know rung true that you want to be confident in what you're doing, but without arrogance. So being humble, being yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. Um, yeah I think it's really important and like you said being curious as well so and how have you how would you say you've like sold yourself as you know as a woman and, and us mm. being black as well um how do you think you've built that over the years and especially mm. when you've you know navigated to different areas and you know the windy path I don't know you know I'm just thinking the word just being friendly yeah <laughs> um I think you know yeah. just being a pleasant person um really really makes a difference yeah I don't get me wrong there are people that are nasty and mean and miserable and grumpy but I think that has helped me if you if you know what I mean yeah um for for it to break down barriers yeah when you say about how do I sell myself I just see it as being myself you know yeah. um I've always tried to be positive um in in every aspect you know of of my of my life you know even when it is dark and down because it's not always bright and shiny but even in those times it's feeling that I can look I can pick myself back up I can overcome this and like I said before because of my faith now not now I've been a believer for over 20 years but it's like where I've I've seen doors open for me mm. opportunity favor my mind's eye is yeah it's a different like I I honestly do stand on if it isn't supposed to be then for me the law it wasn't what the Lord wanted me to to, to do or it wasn't the the path yeah that was ordained for me so I I try to have that balance of having a peace about things because I think a lot of the times we don't we don't hone in on just our own intuition, our own kind of gut feelings about things. We don't, we don't That's acknowledge big, that. Big learning. Um, so I think it's really important that when you're feeling that you're selling yourself, you don't want to sell yourself out. Yeah. So you have to have a peace within as well, and that peace is like a settling. Yeah. I would say so. I can really relate yeah. to that. I can, do you know what? I think last year, <laughs> last year really taught me about why you should trust your, so for, for believers, it's the Holy Spirit. You know, mm-hmm. for anyone else, it's an intuition. Yeah. All in all, it's a gut feeling, it's an innate feeling. Yeah. And I've learned one of the biggest things is trust it. Trust that yeah. gut feeling because it's always right. right. And I learned that from experience from last year. And when I think about self-confidence, and I'll be so honest, I'm still on a journey with it, right? And I'll be so honest, I'm working on it. And I've got a Bible verse in front of me. I've got loads of quotes around me. And I really recommend anyone listening, if, you, if you're building your self-confidence, remind yourself, have a bragging pad, you know, have quotes. I've got a quote mm. on my ceiling telling me all the things that God sees me as, right? But one of my, my favorite yep. Bible verses is Psalm 46, verse 5. God is within her. She will not fall for me I stand strong on that and it's like 
even if you're not a believer, just having that understanding that as long as you believe in yourself, you won't fall. And you, and you try. And the most important, I think, what we're both kind of alluding to is if you don't trust yourself, it's hard to mm-hmm. be a confident person. So building that inner trust. For some people, it might be you know doing self care, you know doing things that you said you would do, and really following through with it. And the more you you learn to trust yourself that's where Mm. self-confidence is unlocked then you then can make people be drawn to you Mm -hmm. and can trust you I think that everything is is really on the pinnacle of who you see what you see yourself as so that's why I take that building of self-confidence and and even selling yourself it all starts from you so when people ask me how have you been able to know you got so I did a philosophy degree at Warwick right you've gone from Mm -hmm. philosophy to tech to finance to law to fintech what how did I do that I knew what made me me. I'm just about to ask you something about that. I was going to say to you, how do you then keep your lovely Vera self <laughs> in a not so diverse, windy, as we talked about our windy roads? How do how do you keep, how do you keep yourself Vera? It's then? not it's not easy, but once again, it's exactly it's linked to it's linked to what I'm saying about know who you are and and work on your inner self. And the most important thing I say to that question is know your values right have your values have what's two things I say know your values and then know your why some of my values are I mean as a Christian of course it's like love it's humility it's um faith it's trust and then in terms of like your why you know have the reason you wake up in the morning clear to you for me it's God family love love being friends family my loved ones for some people it might be money for some people it might be the future I envision but you know I think if you have those things locked, no matter where you find yourself, then you will learn to be authentically yourself. What about yourself, Simone? How have you been able to kind of do that yourself? Yeah, it's interesting. So I feel more so now I've crossed over. Um, I've had to, I feel fortunate that I was more an experienced person. So I've always, um, you know, just built up myself self-worth understanding of who I am um, in general practice and so going into a new totally new environment it's been finding and going back to the confidence and saying that okay I want to progress so let's say I'm in I'm in this new role and I know I, I want to progress I want to succeed I want to grow so I can't just stay where I am I need to network and I think that's what I've learned to help me keep myself being me because I feel like if I just stayed in my single role, like what I was literally hired to do, but yet I knew I wanted to, like you, like we said before, you know, peep over the fence and see what's happening over there, that I would have diminished as who I am. But because I kept that curiosity going, I would have that conversation with maybe a senior leader or ask, who can I talk to if I want to? Um, get a mentor yeah you know some of we know that these things are in place in our in our work um, environment but they're not like openly publicized Um, so these are like conversations that I had to had to feel and I think that's helped me by building my network has actually has actually allowed me to stay me um, because I've not regressed um, in myself and I think that is also uh, that that has helped absolutely it seems as if you've like harness the key skill of communication with with senior senior people and I mean definitely I also testify that mentorship is key how do you think then 
when you're talking, say, like your manager or like your director, anyone around you who's above above you in terms of experience, how have you been able to communicate your value um, to when you're even applying? But then I think the question being whilst you're there. Okay, so you're going to get me in my soapbox on this one. I'll try and make it really quick. But what I am so thankful for, and honestly, I'm not saying it because they pay my salary, but being in P&G, although you, it's like you know these these guys are your senior leaders, there's this there's literally like this energy where they, they don't lord it over you. You know, it's not like, oh, you know, I am the VP, so you better know who I am. You know, it's really, it's really open. It's really, you are really made to feel that I can approach my country leader. I can approach my managers quite safely um, and confidently. And there won't be any repercussions of any kind of thoughts or suggestions that I may raise. One of an example where I would maybe be going to our um, big corporate offices and I felt like, oh, you know I don't really see many people like myself here <laughs> um and I raised that you know I was like is it just me is it the day of the week that I'm doing <laughs> um because obviously some people can work from home and and then it was like oh actually no <laughs> we are looking at this and we are doing this and da, 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 da. maybe you need to speak to this person you see what I mean and so then I was connected to um lovely Georgie and we kind of started the dialogue of the conversations um way before all of the George Floyd stuff and way before all of like other organizations um doing what they're doing now we were already kind of looking at this work and, and building on this and that is you know where I feel I have been you know to just approach senior leaders and then have conversations with our vice, uh, vice presidents of HR and you know, engage in that and feel that actually what I'm saying is valued and that, you know, we're, we're not perfect, it's not fixed, um, but it's it's something that you, you, I didn't feel that, okay, if I raise this, my head's on the chopping block, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't even remember what you were asking me. No, but I just it, yeah, that's exactly, that. I just noticed <laughs> that you had a skill for communication I think mm. what I'm kind of I'll be honest what I guess my thinking was is why do we you know as black women sometimes struggle to communicate our value to employers so why in the workplace you know is it the confidence thing as we're talking about is it fear is it humility and I I think that from what you're saying I didn't really think of it like this and this is why I love getting a different perspective is that you need to feel that you have a uh, place to be valued first actually I think that's why it's important that when you're applying for places and going to certain careers you may not always get this I, I can also testify that where I'm working at Visa I definitely feel it's a great firm in terms of diversity in, trying to, in terms of wanting to have those conversations of, on diversity and feeling safe you may not always get that I think it's still then being very privy to you're not only applying for places to like get paid, but you're also applying to feel comfortable to be you authentically. And your value, your value is is you, right? You're you, you're you're your your biggest asset. You always say this to my mentees. They ask me, oh, you know, what makes me different? What makes me stand out? You make yourself stand out. You make yourself different. But you need to find a place where that can be authentically celebrated. And even if you don't feel like that, right? And I understand 
there are blockers you know we're we're, we're privileged where we're what we are right now but i'm sure if, if, you, if you're not seeing it yourself you've heard of or experienced i have experienced different firms that don't celebrate you for who you are and that's when you have to start making changes that's when it's like i'm not only valuable but i want i want it to be a change of perspective that we we all value each other right um so it's like being yourself authentically looking for places that celebrate that but then finally if you don't find that making that change because you can be that change and it goes back to like what you said before about the self-care yeah and you know thinking about your mental health and all of these things they all tie in together um when you then put that value because if yeah we we don't need to do that but yeah no, I love it that, 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 I think it's just a, just a quick one on that I think what we can see from just our conversation is like everything starts with you so take care of you and I think black women I mean like black women around me you know I've just started my career a lot of my friends have started their careers you know in these banks and law firms and we're noticing that what seems to dwindle is the sense of self-care like hey sis how much sleep yeah hey sis when's the last time you went to you know just pamper yourself or take time off and Uh if you don't do that it's not because it's it's pretty but you can't be your full authentic self you can't be your full valued self if you're not taking care of yourself so please take care of yourself (laughs) i love it i love that i love that So, a woman of many, many rogues and <laughs> things. If you were to, um, and like you said, because you said you're like starting out in your career, because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, my when someone looks at my CV, all you'll see is like dental, dental, dental. <laughs> oh, P and D, like fifteen years later. So, like, where would you? What kind of advice would you say? Or thinking about, you know, business and tailoring CVs and applications. What would you? say are kind of the common mistakes that people may make or you know like what kind of tips and 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 strategies would you support people with in that yeah no I think it makes sense and actually I I have done a bit of that um, and I'm working to expand it as like a formal consultancy at the moment so when I was in university I helped a lot of people with like their CVs cover letters and it's because I've done so many different types (laughs) yeah I might as well help and probably enjoyed it and I'm like I said I'm going to expand it this year and, and beyond in Jesus name and one of the biggest tips I see with CVs is you've kind of said it not tailoring in a way like people putting like, generic CVs like not doing enough research into where you're applying to so that's that's the key thing I think when you're applying somewhere people ask me how have I been able to navigate different industries I did my work and by research I mean for example, you take a firm and, and you need to first understand what they do, number one. What what do they do? What is their bread and butter? You know, when I was applying for Microsoft, I had to understand that their bread and butter is sales. When I was applying for Google, it was marketing is their, is their bread and butter. So understand what they do and how they make money. Those are the two first questions. And you know, you'd be surprised that people go into all the details that I'll give you some um, understanding of, but they don't understand what that firm does. But like, if I give me explain what they do to a five-year-old that's the kind of understanding you should get to you know even if it's a big complex technical organization what they actually do right what's and then you can then go into what's their mission what's their mission what's their vision where they see themselves so you've got you know what they do mission vision and then I now start to say look at what are their like business areas and by the way I'm really specifically talking about corporate but it, it can kind of be transferable 
what are their key practices, for example? You know, um, if it's a financial firm, what is their, you know, is it M&A they focus on? Is it FIG or whatever? All, and try and understand. All M&A, you just rolling out these code <laughs> words like people know what they are. What's M&A? This is, this is why you do research, guys. Like, just... <laughs> okay. Guys, <laughs> Google is your friend, yo. And also, when I say research, I also talk about how to also, do, like, as in where to find the research. It's not just Google, it's speaking to people. So, yeah. So, like, yeah. your mission, vision. And, and then I this is the bit that I'd say really important. Um, investor relations, uh, especially if you're applying for the corporate world. So, what do I mean by that? Literally, type the firm you, you want to apply to and put investor relations. What you can get is an annual report quarterly reports on how they're performing what's their revenue like you know what's their growth like where they seeing the most success in and then when you understand that you then understand when you go to an interview I notice you're focusing on this area because you're performing really well could you tell me where you see yourself in that particular practice in five years and they're like whoa that's mad wow that's 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 the question they should be asking you I mean you're giving it back to them and you're telling them I've done I've done my research right and now where can you get this research obviously Google the um, firm's website I normally always go on the firm's like Twitter I think it's so key. do you know what I mean like I don't know but P&G must have a really good like media presence right as well Thank just you. seeing the top headlines and then um also the final thing I say is if you know someone from there speak to those people and like you said um Simone LinkedIn LinkedIn I mean y'all just go and reach out to people and be like hey I'm applying for your firm you know ask questions and get their real insight and ask them what you should be knowing as well yeah but that is, it goes back to doing the work so thank you so you just said it and you know what can I can I say something some people feel like success is luck it's not right there's no you know people think like oh they the rich people successful people there's like this secret there's no secret it's hard work and that's it and you know me and you can talk about that you know by God's grace we're we're in places where we've got some success right and I feel Mm. that's not been you know for you that's not been 15 years of sleeping that's been work and I feel like the biggest thing I say with um you know our generation my generation and below it's like please stop being lazy do the work yeah. I mean look at look at what I'm doing I'm even able to make it a service now because I've put yeah. the work into that if you learn how to you know do this stuff you can learn to sell yourself you can learn about different industries you can help others around you like it's just worth doing the work so do the research and I think that's actually my best tip and what other silly mistakes you know what one once again you know with the, doing the work read it you know st- mistakes I see a lot of mistakes uh, actually in the document I mean <laughs> it's like, you know, you're, you're applying for somewhere you know the, do you know how many times yeah I've seen Simone oh. I, I can do attention to detail and then I'm seeing you spell attention wrong <laughs> I mean <laughs> Uh, look, look, I'm not coming brilliant. for y'all. I love y'all. My clients, you hear me? I love you. But guys, I like, just read the document. And and I guess finally, another big, big tip I'd say is do not rush. I think people are, I mean, everyone has different strategies. Some people put in like 50 applications, but I've only ever done max 10 per application cycle. And I find a lot more success doing that, right? Do not do over 50 half-heartedly i'd rather you do 10 really well god that's just making me like oh you know i always say this i've got younger sisters like and i'm like looking for a job is a job yes i know that's why i think i wanted to pull out from you like give me something (laughs) because i've never really needed to um look for a job if that makes sense because i am in demand like when i'm in dental dental hygiene you know i would call up an agency and and i would let's say I would locum so I would be just like 
hop into the yeah. and then the practice will be like, oh, you know what, we really need a hygienist. Uh, yeah. One that you're yeah. covering for Matt Lee who decided not to come back. Will you stay? Wow. I was like, oh, okay. So that was, that was kind of like my Must thing. Must be so nice. It, it, was, it was nice, but then when I had to then come to P&G, I was like, guys, I don't know how to do an interview. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does that look like? <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I like that. And the other one I wanted to jump in on and say was mm. when we talked about the time and the effort, it is literally about not that I would really advocate for the not last minute.com. So don't get me wrong, you may see an advert the closing date is on Friday. But really, if you are in the space of looking for a job, generally you do have the 10 days or so to, to, to get your application nicely tidied up. Um, yeah. So I would, yeah, say really. Do things in bits, yeah. you know, don't try and do it all at once. A lot of these platforms do let you save your work, right? So you can even do the basic easy stuff. Um, and then things like maybe the supporting statement that will take a bit of work, then pause on that bit and then rope in some help. And That's it. I think this is, I think we just realised it's all just do the work. And, I, and I'm saying that with the most, you know, not judgmental I'm trying to say that some people do feel like it's some kind of luck thing or you know there's an entitlement especially I'll be honest you know being smart right you're 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 normally used to being smart it's not good enough to rely on just being smart right you go to place like Warwick and um you know whatever university you're coming from you there's people smarter than you people are smarter Mm. than you you know what let me let me be honest and I was talking to one of my really good friends about this the other day and um (laughs) this is just going to be so candid all right. So there are people who are not even as smart as some of the people I know around me doubting oh, themselves. No. Let me be more specific. There's people in these firms, you know, these top, top firms who are not even half as intelligent as my my black girl friends around me who are, you know, are still working to build themselves. and conf- But they're there thriving. What differentiates them? They had the guts to apply. Girl. That's the only, and this is why confidence is key right okay, I'm, I'm talking to whoever's out there still thinking shall I apply mm. there are people half smart as you directors at these firms all right what's the difference they had the guts but you know that's why somewhere like you know BWP is a nice place something that I've also learned is about having a safe space to be yourself learn from others engage you know like if you want to just do a practice when you're thinking that this person has just um, rocked up to this interview or whatever, no, they would have had their Uncle Johnny and this one <laughs> and that one, sit them down, coach them. So we're, we have the advantage now of being able to really tap into each other's um, worlds. And we can, we can climb over that fence that we've been picking up and then peeking through and saying, actually, you know, there are, I've seen you've done all this. Can I just have like 10 minutes of your time? Can I have 15 minutes? You know, and we want to give back. So I just think it's nice that um, we can do this. I like the fact that we're talking about the confidence because really it isn't easy for us. You know, like I know we had a laugh and I know it can be frustrating because we've seen it, like people just being in positions and you're thinking, how did that happen? Right. But it's about thinking, going back to all those things you said, looking at yourself and thinking, okay, what do I need to do? What is my, what is my point of difference? And therefore, how do I, how do I elevate that? How do I let that shine through? This is, you are pre, and you know what? Can I be so honest? Like, I just love how 
we I, I can so relate to it. I really love how black women shout out to BWP, right? Like is a, there's a community, yeah. you know, and that's something that I've been talking about um just with friends and even at work. We need to foster that. That that's where a lot of confidence yeah. comes from. It's from encouragement of each other. So, you know, any any black women listening, yeah. please, every day you can just send a nice message to mm. your friend. I, I send Bible verses to my friends, especially my friends work, working corporate. You know, we're all in the same places, you know. It's like, girl, you know, God has got you or, you know, you've got this or send them an Instagram post about imposter syndrome. And celebrating each other. Oh. I would really love to just put that out there. If you see a sister doing well, call her out and celebrate. Celebrate her. I'm the biggest like girl and I'm I'm always the one that has like 10 comments like you did that things you did that you know I'm like it's like you genuinely for me personally I'm sure Simone's the same it's like when you see others doing well that for me means that we're all doing yeah. well like one person winning we all win and that's that's the mindset we need to shift from I think unfortunately there's a bit of mindset of if one person wins it takes from my success no 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 if someone's winning that means we're all winning and you're paving the way for women who look just like you who are younger to come up. And that's why I keep anything I can to give back or to encourage, you know, after last year, I have eight mentees. Like, why do I have eight mentees? For goodness sake, I don't really have a lot of time, but I gave, you know, I will give back. I will, Absolutely. you know what? I have to, I have, and Simone, I think, I know, I think, you know, what I'm saying it's so key. How are we going to progress if we don't come together? Ooh, that was good. <laughs> I mean, I think I think as well. I want to ask you. So we're to really we keep talking about yeah. the same topic here, about confidence. But I want to ask, like, why do you think it's so important? Why do you think it's such an important topic? I think we've covered it. I think we. <laughs> I think we've. We've. You've. We, you. You've said it. We've said it from the beginning of this. Was it fifty minutes ago? No, but you know, um, no. It's it it. it Oh, so many. It's just, it's good for you. For me, I was just going to say, it's good for your soul. Yeah. Um, I honestly think, um, so thinking of, because I'm just thinking of the realities of life as well, when you're just feeling that it's not coming together, having the confidence of knowing that actually, you know, you can do something, you do have the work, you've done your years of studying, you've made that reach out to the internships, you've put in some time. It may not be working out, but just feeling that you've got building blocks to keep leveling. That's it. You know, I think that's why confidence is so important. Um, so that when you do sit at that next interview or when you are looking at that next promotion, you know that, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. I may not have all the skills right now, but put me there and I can, I will smash it out of the park. So, what about you? What, what do you, what would you say? I think like you said, I think we we really touched on it quite a lot because it is so foundational to everything. I think confidence, particularly more specifically self-confidence is, and this is something I just wanted to actually mention, um, self-confidence is self-compassion. And I think that if we learn to be more compassionate to ourselves, I think the world would be a better place. I think it's, it's actually quite, um, it's almost like a hidden disease, I think, unfortunately, for black women to not be very compassionate to ourselves. And that's where a lot of like the self-criticism comes from. And that's also what leads to like lower self-confidence. So I really encourage and I will, I also would recommend some like things I'm reading and listening to. What are you as listening we, as we... I wanted to ask you actually, because I'm thinking... 
your mental, you start a new job. How do you actually, where's your self-care? What are you, you know? <laughs> oh, trust me, I, I really prioritise that, yo. Like, I really, really? do. And, you know, one tell thing us, I... Tell us, how do you do that? What do you do? I mean, I go on walks. That's one thing. So when I go on my walks, I always listen to my podcast. So some of the podcasts I really like right now is Unlocking Us by Brene Brown. So Brene Brown, she really talks about this idea of self-compassion. I really highly recommend her for anyone that wants to build their vulnerability and self-confidence. I also listen to things like life coach skills. So as you see, I'm very much into self-development. I guess I think I actually would just really hone in on really Brene Brown. I think she's a Christian psychologist, but she's amazing. She has a whole stream of um, podcasts with Oprah, part of their Super Soul Conversations. I've sent the whole stream to every black woman around me. I think every black woman should listen to this. She's so amazing. She really builds those blocks for like self-confidence. What about you? What about you? So I am, well, normally with my role, I'll be in the car a lot. Um, so I I love to listen to talk radio. So I do listen to quite a bit of books and stuff on like Radio Four that I do catch up with all my bits on that. But really for kind of my development, I'm really boring. Really, I use the word of God, <laughs> but yeah, but it's not been easy. You know, it's not always easy to to, to sit down and and to, to study the word, but. Um, yeah, so the podcast I've got into that. So where you guys are, or when you said oh, I'm wow. pinging Instagram messages, I'm like, oh, I just about send a WhatsApp to my, my sisters because like, there are some you read your words today. So um, I was still growing in this technology space. But uh, podcast I've got into. So I've just finished listening to Barack Obama's book, and that was really nice. That's really good. Um, and then um, yeah, I get in. I like to like. I might hear something about like a terrorism thing and then I'll be like, okay, I want to learn about that. And I just want to hear about this story of this particular person. So I like to know about current affairs. And I think that is really important. So as much as you are self-developing yourself, I think it's really important to know what's going on. Yeah, really know what's happening, the different systems that are at play. But Kimberly Crenshaw, so with my work now in the space of racial equality, I've really enjoyed. Oh my gosh, I yeah, love her. she's been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that she's really helped me. Um, really appreciate that because I've always known it. You know, like I've always known that I'm not just a woman per se. I'm black and a woman. <laughs> so, and then you may have another person who's got a disability, seen or unseen, and they're black and they're a yeah. woman. Yeah, you know, I just think that's really been something that I'm really just trying to challenge. And that's been nice. It's been good. Really good. I think it's key and as, as also part of self-confidence I think reading keeping yourself keeping your mind everything is mindset right keeping your mind constantly exercised taking the time to do that um also I didn't even mention I'm also I do read now like rich dad poor dad so another thing is building on things you don't think you're good at and one thing about me is actually like talking about money so I've been reading books on money and actually listening to podcasts about money so anything you feel you know like you said Simone any gaps yes you know work on that and that's where confidence comes from it comes from pressing into the uncomfortable and becoming more comfortable yeah okay thank you simone much love lovely thank you for listening to this episode since this is the growth season we want you to reflect and grow with each episode so we've left some questions in the description curated to help you find your confidence We'd encourage you to dig deep and reflect on them throughout the week. 
Be sure to follow Vera, Simone and BWP on our socials and see you next time.